that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because Because duality duality is a thing. Yes! Oh, yeah. We got to do one where we got to see how long we go. I can't believe you got me saying this shit. I vowed all my... (laughs) Not me the way you hated in. on that <laughs> since day one, you were like, "Ugh, what? What is that? Yeah, what does that even mean?" Yizzo Kool Aid. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> that's that's merch. Yizzo and Tricky do merch. <laughs> I've I decided. Love I say it now. It's definitely. It makes me. I don't even know where I got that from. I think it's my limited vocabulary, and what? all I say is that's tricky or interesting. It's really I... interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't want to have a real opinion. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> It's very complex and interesting. It's like, bitch. Tricky, I think, is all-encompassing. Like, I think that is a very succinct word. Oh, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. I thought the window was open. Go ahead. But, um... Succinct. Very good, mm, queen. Mm-hmm. Leveling up. Working on it. Working <laughs> on, putting those words together. We kiki <sighs> in the day or nah? <laughs> yes, this is, this is a kiki. And, this is um, a Kiki episode. All right, we're Kiki and everyone, so get ready. I also, once you said that word, realized that I have a crush on Kiki Palmer. I have a crush on Kiki Palmer's character, and nope, I might be a little bit gay. And I, you want to be gay so bad. I want to be gay so bad. I feel like you want to be gay every winter, not in the summertime. You're straight in the summer. I feel like every winter, like as soon as the summer starts to end, you start being gay a little bit. Like you want to be, I think you want to be. Um, I want to feel breasts on my is, back. I, yeah, but you want to like hibernate. You want to be inside with a woman. So you want to be outside want with a man, of, but inside with a woman. Tricky. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Tricky. This could be true. Because don't nobody know how to nest and make a happy home. Like that's what. It, that's the word I was looking for. Nest. And estrogen. Mm-hmm. Except for your neighbors, but... They are not making happy homes, child. And <laughs> I saw my, one of my neighbors, I too. saw one of them. I felt bad for her. She looks stressed. I hope that she doesn't lady. listen to this podcast, because she's going to fuck me up. And also, I, I have no consent. I do not have their consent to talk about their issues. So I'm, I must pause on that. But girl... um, Girl. Girl. I've, I'm nervous. Speaking of winter, speaking of fall, I'm nervous. Winter is coming. The winter is coming. I'm really nervous about the economic climate Mm. that is months away from us all realizing after we've been out having fun, eating out or whatever. I think, again, the consequence of the war is really going yeah. to become a reality for the regular schmegler shopper. And I'm like, 
I'm I feel like I'm bracing myself. I feel like I'm I'm happy that I'm planning ahead, but I feel like I have to like do as much as I can to do all these festivals and events and then lay low for the winter, which is really sad because in retail, the fourth quarter is your big bang. Like that's when you make all the money. But people aren't buying stuff now and everything. I think I don't think we've really realized the the consequence of this war and, and what's going on in terms of the recession. We keep hearing it. But, you know, I think inflation, recession... Gas well, Joe prices. Biden said there wasn't a recession yet, and yeah. so did his um, yeah, well, It could be two weeks from now. Two weeks, two she months, said, two we years. We not in a recession. You're not going to put that on Joe before the midterms now, but go ahead. All right, whatever. Whatever you say, as somebody who rece- relies on it's people to buy things, it is feeling, <laughs> it's feeling recessive. It's not giving dominant over here. So, yeah, I'm just kind of bracing myself for that, um, thinking through that. Uh, the fall also brings some change. JoJo is going back to school. JoJo go learn how to read and write oh, properly. She's let's not go, homeschooling. Joe. <laughs> well, my Joe ass about to anymore. be a euphoria. Joe, no. I think you should <laughs> apologize right now. I'm so and sorry. Not say that again. No, JoJo's going to school, and I'm excited. She's been going to camp, and her camp starts at eight thirty. Girl, that's early for camps. First of all, in the summer. Is it? Yes, I don't think so. From the li- no, I they feel like that's what time like people o'clock. get there for breakfast. Is breakfast at eight thirty? Breaking no, that you talking about city camps? You talking about inner city camps, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> what camp is it? Not breakfast. You don't bring breakfast to camp. Wow, no, that's in a shame. Inner city, the city. If you're not drinking milk out of bag, she not drinking milk, chocolate milk out of bag. No, she ain't getting them. Wow. Muffins and shit Them shits used to smack I used to have I went And got those city breakfasts too Delicious And them lunches That Ooh that chocolate milk With that <laughs> That chocolate milk meat, And that pa- Now when they the started it Girl No I don't like them uh, No mustard But when First they had them in the cartons And then they got cheap And they put them in them plastic bags And I was like That's where I I, I, like, I said oh, I'm God, This enough. is for poor people And I I said I'm not drinking this <laughs> I don't like it Shout out to them, but no. Shout out this, to they them and shout out to JoJo Joe. to be fed, and so she has to go early. But anyway, I've, I'm definitely feeling and seeing like, oh shit, like this is the schedule. We was, we wasn't, we weren't waking up late, but it was definitely like not waking up at six a.m. to rush and get dressed and go catch a bus. But that's coming down the pipeline too. Like my whole scheduling. She's she's getting on the bus. Yeah, she getting on the bus. Not She's going to take the, a Not cheese yet. bus. Yeah, they a, end in a sixth cheese bus. Grade. Yeah, or seventh. Wow, whatever. She has one more year, and then they cut it off. Then she gonna, then they give her the free passes. Mm-hmm. How how um how far away is her cheese bus stop? Just down the street, right on right on my. Oh well, door. girl, she got to get an alarm clock and wake herself up. She old enough. How old is she? Fifteen. No. Shit. <laughs> She's 12. That's old to enough to get herself up, Shanti. You don't have to oh, go in there and be waking her up. her up. I won't be waking oh, her up, but I have say. to make sure she's like fed and like say goodbye. Yeah. Like, I don't imagine myself. Or she could feed herself. This them, what do y'all eat? Puffins? Get a bowl of puffins. Not a p- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you eat puffins. You be fucking puffins. Smacks. Up. 
smacks. Not puffins. I don't like puffins. That shit is dry. But I will eat smacks, and people are really upset about my choice. Ew. It's from my dad. Anyway, things are changing, and I'm just I'm just holding on tight and being trying to not panic and like maneuver, get my little Kim on, aka. Let me I see. Might start selling drugs. Oh no, not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that. That is a great segue into what I did yesterday, which is I went to the Kevin Hart and Chris Rock show. And excuse me, I live in the ghetto. Sorry if you can hear that. But Kevin Hart talked about how he's he's at a place in his life at his I think forty three years of age where he's snitching on people, and I felt that deeply. I felt that deeply. He told this story about going to Mexico with his friends, and they wanted to bring weed, and it the it was so, I was, first of all, Shanti, uh, you know all his raggedy friends from Philly. Shout out mm-hmm. to Philly. But the way he was telling this story and he said, you know, I don't speak Spanish, but I have the rhythm down. So he's, he's, <laughs> he's doing his thing. And it was hilarious. And talking about, you know, they're trying to, you know how you ever go to another, of course you've been to another country, but you go and you have to hit the button and it's either green or red. It's like, if it's red, you got to go answer a whole bunch of questions when you touch down. Right, and like, right, 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 right. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So he mm-hmm. said he's doing that and he's already stressed out and he goes green and like, take the suitcase, Kev. Take the suitcase. He was like, mm, that ain't my suitcase. It like walks off. That is so me. It's not even funny. The way if you started selling drugs, if somebody... If any kind of law enforcement asks me a question, baby, you snitching? I'll be like, she is selling drugs. Her. If they asked me a question and I was at risk. Damn. Oh, no, I can't risk it all for you, baby. I'll fight somebody for I do a lot. Shut the fuck up and say you don't know. Not snitch. Like, there's two things you could do. Not if they got me on. They have us on video now and on audio on all streaming platforms. Girl. With you saying that you might sell drugs, and I heard All it, right. I'd be like, "Well, she has said it. You might want to check." But here's her no address. Proof. She said it. She also said that she was, you know, I don't Look know. Look at you, mad. Look at you, fake I mad am. over for your fake that be selling going drugs. So hard so. for loyalty and shit. You did the most, you, <laughs> baby. I got the. I got to choose Get myself. I got to put myself you first. Right. I got to put myself first. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't volunteer it. But if they, if if you mm-hmm. was like caught, caught, I'd be like, man. That's a shame. A runaway curl is on hiatus. Shanti is locked up. But I would bail you out. I would use my money Uh to bail you out. Keep going, girl. And I would take care of Joe. Okay. (laughs) There are things that I would do. Like, you can rely on me, but I'm not going to jail for you. And she would be like, you don't know the meaning of loyalty. Don't touch me. Don't come near me. You snitched on my mom. Well, good luck, Joe, in the system. I don't know what to tell you. You either want to come over here or you don't. You, this is a hard lesson to learn. You got to leave well, some folks a good, behind, Joe. Uh, lifetime premise movie. We should work on this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that the show is really. I I have to be honest. Unpopular opinion. Here we go. I don't think Kevin Hart's stand up is funny. This was funny. Wow. I was cackling. I don't think his stand up is that funny. I don't think oh, I, my stand up is one of my favorite stand up comedians is like Chris Rock. And he was on the show and I'm upset. The the way that he is so provocative, the way that he makes you think, like 
but he's also hilarious where you're 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 holding your stomach laughing at things you really shouldn't it's just brilliant and i also love dave chappelle another hot take i know people are mad at him but i just you i might not cackle at a dave chappelle show but i'm i am just so intrigued and stimulated mm. anyway it was a great <laughs> show it will be out on netflix so i encourage folks to watch it um Good job by them. Good job by Philly. And what was really interesting was that Kevin Hart closed. Chris Rock was before Kevin Hart. Aww. But I, I can't, we asked about that and because um, Mandy, I went with Mandy and she knew people or whatever. That's how we got to go. And he was saying, oh, well, this was like a limited run. And Chris, Chris Rock joined him for this limited run. And then what's his name? Kevin Hart is actually going on a full tour after this. But you could tell that Chris Rock mentored um, Kevin Hart on his show. Like, you could tell. And and Chris, excuse me, and Kevin Hart definitely kind of made those kind of suggestions and called him the GOAT and was like, you don't know what it is to be on stage with him, how much he's helped me, helped me with my set, like all of that kind of stuff. And it was dope to end for them to end it in Brooklyn in the Barclays Center where Chris Rock is from. I was really happy not to hear a whole lot of Will Smith stuff. Word. I was gonna it ask. was a couple of things that they threw in there, um, but they just touched on it. It was like, you have to say something. And then they left it alone and kept it moving. I think that's because I was not gonna stand for Will Smith's slander. Nope, I wasn't gonna do it. Um, what else? I was in Philly this past weekend with you. Shout out to the Disruptor Pod. Um, We had a great um, podcast recording interview with those fine folks, and we will let you know when that will be available to take a listen. They asked really. Wonderful questions. Um, shout out to, you know, Philly podcasters doing their thing. I also picked up Blue. What a blessing it is to have my child home. I don't know where she is. She came in here, though, and looked like, girl, what did you do? Because the house was a mess. I was in the middle of a, a deep clean. And it was giving deep clean and chaos. But she's okay now. She's adjusted. She slept with me on my show, like right here, Shanti. Aww. It was the sweetest thing, I'm happy but that I was she so you. hot. You're her mother. Yeah. She, she wasn't impressed when I got to your house. She's shady. Like she got a she got love on me. It's a toxic She's relationship. On my time. You all hype, chill. Well, not you just on her time in private. Time. Chill. Like I Yeah, she was later. like in private, in private. We're not doing all this. So shout out to her. I'm really happy that she's home. Um, I've been having anxiety about climate change. I was filling my my gas tank up. We'll talk about that in politics as usual. But I was filling the gas tank up and thinking like, I am a contributor to the end of the world in so many ways. I'm thinking about my water intake, all all the things. I had an aerosol can that I sprayed and was like... (laughs) Stressed So I looked up Electric vehicles And said Well The world will have to end Because I can't afford it It's so (laughs) expensive It's so expensive And I want to know People who have Electric vehicles In New York I want to know How that works Where are y'all Charging these up True Because I'm not They have to charge Like every Hour and a half Or some shit Like what in the 
It's like every three hours. Time. Remember when you said old oh boy bought a yeah, Tesla? It was two and hours. I had to shorten it to be provocative half an hour. Oh, it yeah, was two yeah. hours? Are every you kidding? Two hours, he had to stop. From Philly to Georgia. So we have a we have here. a friend who bought a Tesla in Philly and drove it back to Atlanta because that's where they live now. You mean he had to pull? He, two he, hours had, to, for he had to plan hour. that out. Uh, yeah, like who oh, lives no. like that? You know, I, I listen. My tank be on e eighty nine percent of but, the time. Come on now, um, not me. That stressed me <laughs> out. But Elon Musk, if you can not Elon, go to the moon. Joe. No, that's his company. If he can go to the moon, he can make sure make these batteries last a little longer said, now. But at least about a hybrid video, uh, video, a hybrid vehicle as well could be helpful. Like I don't know how comfortable I am just yet relying on full electric. I'm like, well, exactly. What if, what if I run out of electricity, honey? Then you still have a little gas in your tank mm-hmm. to get you going. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, it's giving expensive. It really, really is. So the Nissan Altima is the ultimate black girl car, and she going. I'm gonna stand beside her for now, not until they lower these prices. And then the last thing is that I've been around a lot of people who are doing a lot of amazing things, and I'm really grateful for that. And they see a lot of potential in me, and they're all in my ear and on my ass about, you know, this could be you. Like Mandy was on me, you know, Tabrea. Majors, mm-hmm. she's like Tabrea that could be you, Tabrea. You're right. I'm sorry. I wish y'all could see Shanti drinking this fucking water every time you lift that big old gallon up. It annoys <laughs> me, but I'm grateful to Devin for giving it to you. But she's like, you could be Tabrea, and I'm like, I've never wanted to be a model. Like she obviously wants to be a model. That's not a calling of mine. And then this person says, you could do this. You could do that. And I'm just like, I got to do something. But it also feels like kind of gross and slimy. Like Even Renee was on my ass like, you have the following. You need to be an influencer. You need to do this. I'm like, do I want to walk around with a tripod all day taking videos? I'm trying to be present. It's hard enough as it is. I can't do it now. Imagine me being like, hi, guys, I got this um, lip gloss from, uh, I wouldn't even be able to remember. We got to document everything. It's just, it's giving a lot. I don't know. examples of other people that um, do it in a way in which there's balance. Who? Hey, friend, hey. Oh, but she, but that's the thing. Like, hey, friend, hey, why do you call her that and not friend? She... She was that way for a while. I mean, when she first came out, she was heavy on the tumblers. She was heavy. Come out though. You you have a you you've been around. I know, but I'm saying her her following was already huge when she was like, okay, I'm disappearing. I already built this shit, and I'm out. I sell my oil. And girl, she got a whole. You ain't know that. Shout out to. all right, moving on to hot shit. We would like to shout out Fran from Hey Fran Hey, who has a whole. Child, I think it's called Renaissance. That's I don't Beyonce. know. It's a it's a collaboration between her and what's her the girl the other girl's name? Miriam? No, that's not her name. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. I love her because I met her once and I'm rude. But but anyway, uh, hey friend, we had one job was to be prepared. It's all right. This. You you that wasn't on Miriam outline. Hamsa. I feel okay, but yes, Miriam Hamsa. And she has um, some type of oil. Wow. If you type in Hey Fran Hey Oil, her oil cleansing method comes up from 2012. 
But she has an essential oil like collaboration with this company. This like her brand. I think it's called Renaissance, but I'm I, not sure. Again, I think it's somewhere in the middle, right? It's 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 not like oh you don't do anything. And, oh, you don't have to grind and follow the template of what everybody else is doing. There's something in the middle that you create and you're responsible for and you push for. You don't. It shouldn't have to be either or. So I think you are doing it right now. I think you're like. It's happening. And I'm not making no money. Yeah. That's the difference. (laughs) Anyway, I found it. It is. It's called the Embodiment Box. And it's a collaboration with Pay Fran Hay and Renaissance Apothecary, which is her favorite place to buy her oils, her essential oils. So shout out to her. In case you didn't know, I'm sure you did. In other hot shit news, I've been getting back into um, my feelings <laughs> uh, and been reading Salt again by Naira Wahid, which is just... Mm. If anybody follows me online, I've been posting... The pictures of the actual pages of the book And Salt is like a collection of poems That will just They're not corny poems Like I love you, you love me they're, They really get to the heart of the matter And they're really provocative They're really thought provoking And child I think they, they, ask, they, they offer more questions and answers as well She's not telling you how to be or what to do but she's just stating something and you take it or leave it, you know? Yeah. She's uh I love she her. definitely she and Rupi Carr, but she's definitely one of the first black Tumblr yeah. poets that fucked up the internet. You know how many times her shit was reposted? Oh yeah. Fucked it up. That's why and she deleted her stuff though. She self-published like she she's yeah, shout out to her. She really paved the way for a lot of and I think she, she lived did. in P- Philly for a long time. I think she went to Temple. For or real? Or, yeah, some school she went to that's in Philly. So, Oh, that's what's up. She's motherfucking big time. I also just want to um, say that the podcast that we were on is Disruptors in the Culture. It's not just Disruptors. I can't stand myself. So Apologies. To, we're going to have them on soon, so you guys will get to... Um, Get a, a glimpse of their magic, but it was a lot of fun. I just wanted to make that edit. And thank you. Hasha for me would be upstream podcast. You know, I can't speak well. You know, I have my feelings, <laughs> but I don't necessarily have the facts behind them. But I've been listening to Upstream Podcast. It's a podcast um, about radical ideas and inspiring stories for a just transition to a more beautiful and equitable world. And they are just really, really smart people that definitely lean towards a Marxist political, oh, um, I don't know, uh, leanings, Approach. I guess. But they really, again, bring language to things that I feel. And it's, if it's something that you're interested in, if you're interested in um, hearing stories and really, really smart people talking about how to actually, I know everybody's like, but how sway? And I'm like, I don't know. These people have a lot of really amazing ideas around how we actually can collectively make political change outside of the framework of what's going on, what we are used to now. 
But they have stuff around like end of policing. They have a really great um, podcast about black capitalism, when work becomes religion, just very much things that we talk about um, and we, you know, sometimes argue about, but they've been helping educate me as well. And I I think people will, will enjoy them as well. So check them out. Upstream podcast. Dope. Moving right along, pop culture. Go ahead, girl. This sh- you feel very strongly about. This well, is almost as good Wendy. as Wendy Williams. Hey, listen, this is my Sagittarius <laughs> sister, okay? I recently oh, was scrolling and I saw that Monique made a post and she was just ear to ear smiling, talking about how she has finally settled on a deal with Netflix. After, of course, she turned down the initial deal, said that they lowballed her um, and weren't giving her the same amount that they were offering other white male, black male comedians. And so Monique has been on a tirade for, I feel like, years now, much Mm -hmm. of which has been overlooked or dismissed. And she has been tempted to be silenced But she keeps talking her shit and standing really, really strongly in her beliefs about how she felt she was, um, again, dismissed, denied what she deserved, and also black, what's it called? Blackballed? Blackballed. Blackballed by blacks in the industry that we think are just... She's mad at Oprah. Yeah. Tyler Perry, Oprah, she called them out. Lee Daniels, she called out... And I'm really, I'm really proud of her because after all of these years of hooping and hollering or what we think is hooping and hollering, but what has really been her standing in her truth and her not being tempted to be quiet or to make nice with people that have actually hurt her and denied her of what she thinks she deserves. She didn't shrink for nobody and she got her deal and Lee Daniels has gone publicly on stage with her and apologized to her for um the ways in which he you know yeah like what's the word under what's the word um I don't know the word ways he just she felt slighted the ways in which she felt like she was supposed she was I don't know the exact details but it was something along the lines of she was given a certain amount of money to do precious And what she was paid for was what she was going to do. And doing things above and beyond in the name of promotion, in the name of let me like shuck and jive and provide labor that's not being paid for, she wasn't going to do it. She was like, yeah, I'll do these things. If you want me to go promote, if you want me to do this, that, and the third, then I need to be compensated because I have a child and a husband at home and things are being sacrificed if I go and like do all of this labor that I'm not being compensated for and Tyler Perry and Oprah are like kind of like you you really want to go and do these uh promoting tours don't you because if you don't she was like yeah no fuck you pay me and they never paid her and she got blackballed and she just stood up for it and in the end her needs were met I believe and which turns out that she wasn't lying nor crazy. So shout out to her. I think, I think we are all tempted. I've been calling it the Lucy. 
I don't know if you guys like Kendrick Lamar, then you know. But I think the devil, if you will, we're all tempted to sacrifice something in order to. We think we have to sacrifice something in order to gain, oftentimes monetary, uh, f- you know, monetary or like power. We th- we feel like we have to do this transactional thing of like shrinking ourselves or going against what our morals are in exchange for money. And I'm proud that she's an example. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened behind the scenes. Who knows? But I'm proud of her that it seemingly she didn't have to do that. And she came out on top. So I I, don't, I, I think it's interesting too to see that um fifty cent recently went online in praise of Monique. And I forget why, but he was like, Y'all don't understand like who this woman is and like the the path that she paved for women comedians. Like she's been doing this and she had done something recently that he was really impressed with. And Lord knows 50 cents. 50 cents. <laughs> He's the definition of tricky, but he said, he was like, I am vowing Monique will be back on by before the end of this year. I'm vowing that I will play a part in this and I, I am dedicated to making sure that she gets what she deserves. So I don't know if he had anything to do with this behind the scenes. It would be really beautiful if he did. Um, maybe him just saying that was helpful. I don't know. I also know that Lee Daniels is tricky. Didn't Lee Daniels get slapped by somebody? Am I making that up? Girl. Oh no. I could have been making that up. All of them. Everybody, you know, all of them. We're, they're all humans. They're all in Hollywood. So, of course, they're probably tricky. But again, I mean, even in you... Um, I thought he did for not paying somebody. Pursuing a very public kind of thing. Like, there's no reason why you have to surrender or sacrifice or, like, follow any fucking template that you think is out there. Fuck it up. Make it happen. You're... She's talented. She knew what she was worth. She knew yeah. she was meant to be in spaces. And she, again, around money and labor for black people, she was like, no, That's fuck what you, I'm learning. pay me. That's what I'm learning is how many deals people turn down. Mm-hmm. That's, that's when, you get in, when you're like mastering your self-worth mm-hmm. and your business strategy mm-hmm. is that so many of my friends will be like, oh, let me know when you, that's that's not my rate, but let me know when you have the budget. And they're not afraid. Mm-hmm. They are not afraid of missing that money. Now, they might be in, in a financial situation where they are able to do that. Right. But some of them aren't. Some of them, I'm sure that money would feel real nice, but they're like, nope, because if I say yes to this, then... Yeah, that's what, gonna be my rate, and that's not that's not the right rate. What's the energetic consequence of that? Like, what happens? Yes, you know what what are you agreeing to? What are you putting into the universe yeah. and and within yourself? Yeah. Right? Mm. What's the conversation that you're mm. having with yourself mm. where you're like, I gotta take this because yeah. I I don't know what if what if what if yeah. or I, I'm lucky that they even reach out to me or considered me. Word. We talked a, bit, a little bit about that on disrupting the cultures pod. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Child, this was a week. This was a week for the black community and the black church. Uh oh. 
It has been tricky. Now, I this is not me hating on Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. This is not me hating on even religion and Christianity. But some of y'all religious leaders, some of y'all people, about it. they are the original Kevin Samuels. Oh, some of them. Oh, oh, I said it. <laughs> it has been a tricky week <laughs> from Kimberell. To Bishop T.D. Jakes, to baby, did you see the the Brooklyn pastor got right and had millions, not not a couple thousand, million dollars, millions of dollars worth of jewelry on. They were tapping him because they knew he had chains under his shit. What in the Robin Hood? Wasn't that the child? Ba- girl. Girl. D- d- are we mad at that? I just want to play. I want to. I have some clips prepared. If you haven't heard, and Kimberell, Lord, I hope Jasmine don't listen to us. So thank God, because she love Kimberell is like her vocal idol. I'm sure she's staying standing clear of this because the the child she uh, honored Kimberell singing to her once and was crying on the stage. She just loves that lady. But baby, I don't know. It's something about this fame thing. It's something about when you get money. The Lucy. We're gonna talk about it because because I I had the right under the I was like let me not let me not jump ahead but let me just let me play this for y'all. Unwell, unwell. You know sometimes before we get friends we have to do an interview. How long have you been broke? How many times have you changed your name on your light bill? <laughs> How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> Do you live in a trailer home or a house? You know, you understand. And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. You know, life is different now. And, you know, we are church. Thank God we're here. Those of us who walk in by faith without a mask and no vaccine. And so we, we honor the Lord. God is good. I respect all of the men of God here and respect you. Can y'all clap so I don't feel strange right about now? Hopefully we'll get a chance to meet each other when y'all invite me to come to your church. I'm not as expensive as I seem. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe you got a little leftover from your PPP loan. <laughs> Prayer, praise, and power, you understand? I'm gonna leave it. I'm, she goes on to say more about people's dirty thongs and things as well. That was a different, that might have been a different clip that I saw her. But she goes on and on, and it was just giving, just giving classism. But let, let's listen to Bishop T.D. Jenks. Breaks all sociological order to the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. Uh oh. Quick question. If that's the definition of a man, tough, rough, I'm like, that's what a man is to you? So that's layered. That's layered. You better, you better. 
That was a good point. Did you hear it? I did, but I didn't. I didn't make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what he goes on, he keeps going, and we don't have time for it. And I don't want to get flagged. But the other one <laughs> that I showed you, I do believe this is in Nigeria. Shout out to all the Nigerians. This shit had me fucking rolling. A demon came with his penis and put it in my mouth. And and then he tried, he came again and he slept with me last week. And I, I told the, the pastor that I need deliverance again. And since then, my private part has been itching. It's been itching. Yes. Get, come on, look at demon. Look, look, oral sex. Oral sex demon. You see oral sex? Look, oral sex. Look, 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 look. You, you oral sex. Use oral sex. Let that sperm of that man out. Out. Out, you demon. Out. Demon in the private part. Watch what happens. Oh, my God. He's spraying her. All right, that's enough. He's spraying. I can't. He's spraying her genitalia her with holy water. And she's. All right. It, there, there's so much to unpack here. It's just so That's toxic. Episode, it's like, darling. it is. It's like, pay, you know what? Shout out to Candace Benbo. We got to go back to red lip theology. I had to bring the book out because I said she was breaking it down in this book way better than I ever could. But baby, the way the church leans in on the patriarchy. Capitalism. I mean, it's just the most toxic it just shit. The way of it just becomes another that's it. extension of it. It's like the the foot soldiers of it almost, mm-hmm. and it's a shame because it's in the name of God. And I think that there are a lot of a lot of great churches. I think there's a lot of great religions. I think that there's a lot of great people practicing. But it makes me sad that some of the people that are held up, like these are the people that history will remember. You know. These, and that's what they're saying. And so that trickle down effect, I wonder, I wonder what's happening in the psyche of these young people that are consuming this information. I don't know. Like that pastor in Brooklyn had my mind spinning because I don't believe, and let me preface this. No one should ever be robbed. at gun. That, Like that's terrible that these people went in there. That That's beside, that's of course, that's a given. But I'm more talking about why do you have all of this wealth? It doesn't mean that you should be robbed at all. But if you really critically think about this, didn't Moses take the fucking Ten Commandments and throw them at the golden calf? The that golden is not your calf. God. Didn't Christ go into the temple and flip that motherfucker over because they were a bunch of hypocrites? What did he flip over? Not the temple. What did he flip over? Because you said the he flipped table. the temple over. He Chuck. went into the temple. Tricky. And flip the table and then flip over because I think they were gambling or doing some shit in there. He said, "Ah, not on my watch." It's just like Jesus I don't, was I, poor. Say it again. Jesus was poor. Jesus was not and rich. I don't think that people should have to be poor who are servants of the Lord or people or just in service. I think that that's another misconception that we have. Like even the people that are working um, for social justice and reformation, a thing, a lot of times we're like, well, you, you, you got to struggle. I don't think people should have to struggle, but I do think there's a difference between living, uh, earning a, a fair wage 
and living ostentatiously and just ups- it's just absurd. Just like, it's like how is- can you Yeah. Go ahead. What is the Like how can you really be in service of equitable of of Thank equity, you. of generosity? Why do you have a Compassion. million dollars on your neck and and you and you have it on fo- the backs of the people supporting yeah, your like church. That, that's where like I feel like that is church is such And you a they're space. broke and you telling them to pray. Church is a space to really be in practice of those radical community building, you know, uh, resource sharing. It's such a, it's so rich in community in so many ways. But when you just, when you're out over there devaluing people because they don't have money, because they can't pay for their light bill, because, and then you're perpetuating this idea, this bootstrap idea Mm -hmm. and ignoring the systems at play that keep people and you talking to black people the fuck but even even if you are not aware of the systems that the core tenet of the church is love and compassion you musty and got big dick energy apparently apparently like your big dick energy (laughs) big dick energy bitches go away like what is happening? I, I was really shocked, and I I do I will say that many people are really disheartened, especially by Kim Burrell. I did not see that many people disheartened by Bishop T D Jakes, but oh, Kim Burrell, they're tearing up. He caused a storm, a stir. There was he did okay, yeah, and there was another pastor that actually went up. I don't know his name. I wish I would have remembered it. It just came to my mind. He actually went to the pulpit and apologized and talked about how he was uh. taking advantage. Of the congregation. And, oh, that's beautiful. And apologized um, about it in a black church. I, I think he was a big time, big time uh, mega church as well. I saw it that's on Candace's beautiful. page, but. Wow. Tricky. Okay. Anyway, just be mindful, y'all. Just be mindful, you know. Back to Kendrick Lamar. These people are not your saviors. Get with your God and love on your God. And people will bring the word of the Lord to you in many different forms and fashions, but you do not have to be in alignment with everything these people say because they got their own demons up in them. No, that's right. We'll be right along. Hallelujah. You better preach. Mm. Pink Sauce Lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know her name. I just know Pink Sauce Lady. And I've been ignoring this because I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand who wants to eat pink sauce. One, it's very pink. It's giving Pepto-Bismol. But two, nobody knows what it tastes like. No one knows anything about it. And she doesn't go on to describe it. Like she, there's, so for people who don't know, there's a woman on TikTok who did all of these videos and she's pouring pink sauce, this pink sauce, her homemade pink sauce on everything and just devouring it. Talking about how great it is. She bottles this pink sauce up. The labels is all wrong. It says there's like 444 servings. I don't know, something crazy. Servings. She went on to apologize and say that they got the servings mixed up with the grams of something else. I don't know. But the packaging is all off. People are getting it as half empty. It's moldy. Like they don't know what's in it. And they're, they've. she's made a ton of money from this. And I just... There's it's twofold here. It's brilliant. One the the brand like how she kind of branded this, and 
I don't know how, like she made people want this sauce without knowing anything about it. But it also shows how stupid many consumers are that they would purchase this without any information. Then she went on a live, apparently, oh no, apparently, and she was talking about it's not FDA approved because she not selling, she not selling medication. We was like, bitch, what the F stand for in FDA? Food. So unwell. I, I don't know. The business, the business plan was genius. The marketing was genius. But I am worried about all these people who might have eaten this because it's a class action lawsuit coming in like 10 years. They're going to be like, if you consume this sauce, please sign up. A lawyer is going to get a hold of this and have a field day. And then I don't want to be that person. But all these people buying this goddamn pink sauce, they all better be vaccinated. And they better not be not taking the vaccine because they, quote, unquote, don't know what's in it. Because that's the bullshit, too. I'm, I, I'm just like, how many people are buying this pink sauce and have no clue of what's in it? But here we are. Same people COVID is rampant. buy Skittles. And apparently Skittles has... But you can read things. it. You can at least read what's in it Still, and Google I mean, it. The, 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 the trust that we have as consumers... And how we influenced get better. we are by marketing goes many different ways. Even things Oof. that are federally or the brand is strong, it's still toxic as fuck and we still ingest it without blinking. But I feel Child. like it's a... I feel sad for her because she had a really what? dope business. I feel <laughs> sad that she she didn't have the... The, the, the business standards in place to really scale her business because if she had all of that in place and she had her own organic marketing and she got everything approved, pink sauce, she had a great idea. It was a great Y'all, idea. I think Shanti bought this pink sauce. Let me see the bottle. I don't you understand why you think that's crazy. <laughs> if she got it federally, if she no, got no, no, it not, regulated, if she did, if she if did she it the right way. If she was able to scale her business up it would be a completely different conversation because the idea of pink sauce and the branding that she had is is great because people are like, what is it? Why is it pink? How does it taste? She had mystery behind it. If it were safe and if she were really but able to not. scale, I'm saying if it were <laughs> safe and if she were able to scale her business, that's a shame because that's a really good, it's a good business idea. It would have it would have blew up had she had all crossed her. It did and blow up. Eyes. That's my problem. I mean, in a Is way it already in which it blew been up. Sustainable because she could have really like. Well, she said she's it. still getting the orders out, and the orders gonna come with a, a, th- a thank you note. It's gonna be packaged a little Somebody better. Need, she need to go to see. She need. It's not a bad idea. It's just poorly. It wasn't poorly a bad executed. idea. It was just I want to know somebody that doesn't what that sauce is. See, and I. It's probably just food coloring, but I. I just am like it's genius. We got to do better. Tank need to go. We, get, somebody need to help her. She done fucked up the brand name, but maybe no. She, she came already back. messed it up. Anybody eating back, that it's now? A good idea. There's no trust. Good idea, but also Skittles is toxic as well and has been for many years. So. What are we wow. gonna do? We're all in trouble. Why are you? <laughs> it is Skittles. Why are you coming for Skittles? You know how many people love Skittles. Skittles taste has the rainbow. A toxic. Do you know how much food we ingest that is toxic and bad of for course. us as well? Of course, but at least we can Google that shit and look it up. If she had the grammar together, if she had her servants. We would <laughs> and had that shit chilled and packaged right. We would have not known no different. Not That's known a no shame. Different. 
Shout out to the pink. So soul, maybe, maybe, maybe everything that we're eating is just pink sauce and basic me. girl. Full circle questions wow. that that we need answers don't need answers. That is the answer. Matter of fact, the name of this episode: Have you eaten the pink sauce? <laughs> I'm writing it down right now. Anyway. Drunk the Kool-Aid So what else Oh this is yours You felt very passionate about this <laughs> So on my timeline <laughs> I uh, What's it called On my explore page I'm just going along And I see A black woman's lips With a needle Inside of Getting put inside of it And then a, a doctor Shaping Her lips And I said What the fuck is I this? wish y'all could see her right now <laughs> What the fuck is this? So I went, clicked the page, and it was a whole site. You know how you go to like the rhinoplasty Mm -hmm. doctor and they show all the examples? It was a doctor that does lip injections, and all of the clients were black women. Black women are out here getting their lips done, many of whom, now that I saw what it looked like, because I was like, oh, there's something about the way that their lips look after the work was done that looks very familiar in terms of women celebrities out there. And I was like, what? I was shocked to learn that black women, yep. the asses, all right, you get your hips done, you get your titties done, you get your, you know, liposuction. Well, that's apparently out. The BBL, the, the, this is the end of the BBL era, apparently. No, they're they probably not getting it as drastically, but... Them hips and things, the way that changed. No, they're getting them out. This is like a new thing. Like people are online talking about how they're getting it removed. It's over. Going back to the asses that they had before, for real, for real? Or getting it just. I don't know. How can you differentiate? It's fat. All I know. Tricky. Is that we are now the problem. Like, I I don't (laughs) want to hear. I don't, I actually don't know. Who we are all trying to emulate at this point At one point it was like Oh, white women get plastic surgery Because they want to look like black women What we have naturally And now black women are getting plastic surgery To accentuate what they have naturally And now they're all We're all just looking We look unwell We're unwell I have a theory about this We're looking these, these, These sharp Chins that everybody's getting. Oh, I love the sharp chin though. (laughs) No. Toxic. Mm -mm. You know, sure, um, you don't watch it, but I don't watch it either. But Sheree from The Housewives got some injection and her chin looks so nice. If you look at Scissor's face, it's. We don't, don't, don't call out. I'm sorry, but we don't really know. She looks like a completely different person and it doesn't. Really? Yes. She don't have the same face she had at all. It's not makeup, Shanti. No, they have these sharp chins. Cardi B got it. It's like this this heart shape. It's strange. Long, sharp. We all look like filters, for real, for real. I think that's... Oh, I see. They could have also lost weight. I I also think... um, Mm -mm. I don't want to shame people for getting plastic surgery at all. Yeah, I don't want to shame people for that. I do think, I do worry um, about all of the plastic surgery I've seen, especially when I have people in my in my circle who, I, I know two black women who are talking about 
getting getting lip fillers again because they didn't they didn't like the person who did them the last time and I was like you get lip fillers like your lips are your your lips are perfect but they feel like and they're showing me the pictures of what they want and what they want is a filter it it is not like I'm like that is ugly <laughs> like I I felt badly but I had I said it at the table I was like y'all that's ugly that is and they were like you don't know what you're talking about and I'm sitting there and I'm saying that is that doesn't even look natural. That doesn't even look like a real lip. So I do think that we are distorting reality a bit. Like we don't remember what humans look like. Even I've even gone as far as to stop. You know how you'll post a story and you do the one swipe for the Paris filter. It just, it just cleans you up a little bit, right? Smooths everything out. I started to realize that I didn't want to post. I, I, it was an issue for me, when I I put a picture up on my stories, did the Paris filter save the picture so that I could post it on my feed so I could have that filter on my face? And I said, all right, enough. There's going to be texture on your face. Your skin has texture. And I, I just think we need to take a moment and like recognize that we're actual humans. And it's really difficult. I, I, my theory around this is that one, we're trying to keep up with the filters. That's one. And I think the filters are heavily influenced, and I could be wrong, by men and the fashion industry. And the fashion industry is run mostly by men. And, and so we are in this weird predicament where we're trying to live up to what men deemed to be beautiful, but also what gay men specifically, because they make up quite a bit of the fashion industry, what they deem women, like what fabulous is. And a lot of that is over the top in my eyes, because you have to do so much to make yourself to look like that. And a lot of that, I have a friend in the fashion industry who's, they said it's heavily influenced by, you know, um, like kind of drag, like drag, queens like this no not trans women at all like drag queens like that kind of beat your face Mm -hmm. wig nails like that that culture is starting to become more mainstream in how we present and they were like they they really believe it that that's which is Mm -hmm. i don't i've heard i actually love it i love I love uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. I, every time I catch it, I'm like, "Go! This is—it's an art. Like the way that they transform, it's incredible to me." But it's also tr- starting to trickle into the fashion industry, which then informs mm. wh- how women are. I mean, especially when you look at celebrities, um, especially black um, black women celebrities. Most of the people on their glam team are men. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. And so it's very interesting. It's interesting, but there are spaces where that's not the case. There are brands where they do embrace, like, let your skin breathe, just enhance what you already have or highlight it, showcase it. But I I see the trend happening, especially in this heat. It's been hot as shit and people's faces have been melting off because it's caked on so much. People's wigs, they sweating so hard under this lace front. Yeah, I feel so hot. For... hot. Hot. And I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't keep up with 
somebody being that fabulous. I just can't. I don't have it in me. You get in this bun every day. I get it. So I think that we're all... I, I, I can't use those filters because I will absolutely start to hate myself. I can't. We were playing with them on the live. Listen. And I was like, I never as soon as we to took them off. Injection in my forehead, okay? Which may start me on You going to get Botox? Which may start... Bitch, then I might get my titties done. Then I might get like... Oh, my It might God. be like tattooing. It's just like, oh, no. Oh. You heard it here But first. I think that is what it is, especially when I think for people who don't have a ton of money, people who like it's outside of our realm of thinking. But for people who do in L.A., they're just and in New York, there's just shops to walk up and get your yeah. get your filler, get your Botox. It's like the nail shop. But black women getting their lips done to be bigger than they already naturally are. I would be black women are getting their asses done. Your... What's the difference? But some of them don't be having them asses, though. And that's not, not all, all black, black women, women have big, big lips. Asses. Not all black women have full lips. Let me when I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna find this site. There are women that have your lips, not thin. Your lips getting it's like unnecessary. You trying to say you like, like my lips? There's no reason why you need to get lip injections. There was no reason. To us, I see both sides of it. To us, to them, they have been they conditioned have or influenced by Lucy, by the masses, by the filters, by whatever. Where that's what they want. All right, well, but I do think that we're turning into caricatures of ourselves. Crazy, and y'all gonna age crazy. Everybody's scared to age. That's another thing. When that skin, you cannot stop your skin from getting loose. You cannot stop your muscles from atrophy. Apparently, you can. No, you can't. Jennifer Lopez is going to be seventy years old. She's going to be ninety years old, and she's going to her muscles and her bones are going to get shrink and get smaller. It just, you can't escape it. You can't escape No, I them. know. I'm saying in people's minds, apparently they can. They look at a Jennifer Lopez, a Kim Kardashian, these people who obviously, honestly, I don't know how many times we've ever seen these people in person. I'm sure that they don't look like what we're seeing on social media, on these magazine covers. So there, you start, that's what the whole beauty industry is based off of. What you have is not enough. We can help you. Achieve, get more We can help you achieve The ultimate beauty And it's like Man I don't know It's Listen I, I see both sides of it I don't want it for myself Because I don't Ever want to go down That rabbit hole Of changing myself In those ways Because I know That I wouldn't be doing it From a place of love Of loving myself And just wanting to be better It's going to be I hate this about me Fix it. I hate this about me. Fix that. I, and I wouldn't stop. So I can't even play with the filter. You just have to know yourself too. I'm, I might get my forehead done. And I will if I got the support money for you. It, I, I might will. I don't know After if I go all, all that. Out. And she goes, but I'm first. also going to get plaque to surgery, you y'all. You could. You could. But if you start getting your lips done and your breasts done, I'd be like, girl, you're tripping. You don't need that. But that's because in your eyes, I don't need it. No, it's kind of like, That's what I'm saying. These people, they feel like they do. We, we don't trust other people. I don't feel like they do. They, anyway, True. I don't want to talk about this no more, but. Oh, all right. She <laughs> shut it down. Um, I don't want to talk about this. And I put it on here. This stupid, if I get caught song. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give it any 
God help I don't want to give it anything. I gotta say, God help yeah, us. Yeah, I, I just I'm like, God, God help, help us. Help the young boys, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and the 15, girls. 16, and the girls. I, like I said, when I heard Joe Button's jump off, when he said, my jump off never asked for nothing on Valentine's Day, I was like, I'm going to be a jump off. <laughs> that was in my Did mind. Did you really? Yeah, when I heard that, I was influenced. I was like, yeah, that's, I didn't know what a jump off, I didn't know what the consequence of that was, but I was like, he was oh like, something, my, my jump off, she don't ask for nothing on Valentine's Day. And I was like, okay, that's that. But, oh, so shout no. out to these young kids that hear this kind of shit and have no reference, no context. They're in their coming of age. They're entering relationships for the first time. Pray over them, Jesus. Bishop T.D. Jenks, Jenks, whatever your name is. That's that's what you need to be talking about. Right. You know what? I will say um, I hated that Jay-Z cleared this sample. Even though though he did. Yeah, even though he put out, he he said, and and Jermaine Dupri released the the text chain. Um, where he said, I, you know, J- Jermaine Dupri said, you know, I'm trying to sample yada, 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 sent it over to him. And Jay-Z wrote back, I didn't think that there could be a more toxic song than Song Cry. I stand corrected. And he was like, um, J- Jermaine Dupri wrote like, ha, 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 are we good? And he was like, go ahead, man, you can use it. But I want it on the record that I do not agree with the sentiment. It's, t- it's lacking taste. It's lacking. But it's also like, why did you clear it then? Why did you do I that? I guess he's just like, I think that not he's true, like, nigga. I'm not going to judge anybody else's journey. I put I put the song cry out. I put give it to me out or just want to love you. It should have been called give it to me. But I put that out. I put big pimping out. I put all that shit out. And that's their journey. They're going to get there. They're going to arrive. On Beyonce. We were like, what? We're not going to do this right now, Shanti. <laughs> Shameless plug. I will say that when um, I was on See The Thing Is and we interviewed Neo for his new album, I brought this up and I brought it up in the fashion of like, you know, I'm tired of these men just pulling panties to the sides, giving lazy. When are we going to talk about love? When are y'all going to be begging in the street again? You know, like when are we going to be professing love to one another? What happened? We're all savages now. And he was in complete agreement. Um, even though he said some interesting things on that on that episode on, the, on that podcast, but he said the same thing. He was like, "I don't, I don't know what happened. There's something broken in all of us that we're afraid to love. There's something really broken in us." And he also said, "The other, the other side of the coin is that it sells." And what was interesting was, and I'm not spilling tea because I'm sure she probably said it on a podcast. I was talking to Mandy about it. She goes, I, she was so angry about it. And then at the end of the conversation, she goes, but I do like the song. And I said, what? We just talked song. for 20 minutes about how, for, I don't even think it's a quality no, song. I think the song good. is, but you, it's not good. You know who I was shocked to hear? Just an aside. Put the panties to the side. You know who's who singing Who pulled it? them? Chloe from Haley and Chloe. She got a Why whole, would you be shocked? She has a whole because I was like, girl, not you too. Like, not not the hook. Why would you be, be shocked the by that? Panties to the side. Why would you be shocked by I that? I was annoyed. Now. I was like, girl, I'm I'm this close to mentioning I, you on the podcast in disparaging ways because you on my nerves now. And then she put that. I'm telling we love Chloe. We rooting for her, but there is, I've always said this, and I'm probably gonna catch hate. Unpopular opinion. Here I go. There's a desperation. 
that I feel behind Chloe. It doesn't feel like honed sexual energy. It feels like sexual energy that is rooted in trying to be seen, chosen, and 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 honestly, like loved and valued. Like there's a desperation. I don't get the same empowerment when I watch her perform that I get from like a Beyonce. They could be doing the same exact fucking thing. And for whatever reason, the root of it, I just, I don't connect to it at all. I I worry about her. I'm like, is she, is she okay? Does she feel okay? Does she feel supported? Does she feel loved? And I think that, you know, her team, people putting out, oh, this is what's, why would she not write it if that's the shit that people are talking about it? I and that's like, the shit lazy that's popping. It's a lazy act and it's lazy for it's you to repeat super the lazy. same shit as well. Pull the panties to the side. I said, let me turn this goddamn shit. I'm out. excited to see her develop as an artist. I, I, or maybe not excited, maybe hoping. I'm hopeful that she's going to develop. But yeah, that's where we're at. So uh, fuck that song. That song is corny as shit. Um, I don't think it's funny. I think it it just shows that we're lacking in humanity and the quality of music. And it also shows that Shanti and I are, I'm almost 35 and she's 35 and we old and we don't fuck with these new kids no more. We are our parents. I am. I'm worried about them. (laughs) I'm more and more disengaged. Because, you know, Big Pimpin' and Uchi Wally Wally, those were love songs. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I can't stand us. Because let Uchi Wally Wally come on. I'm like, I'm with the shits. I give head. Anyway, unwell. Lil' Kim, what? Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim was not rooted in empowerment. That kind of energy. Okay. Meg got it. Meg, Meg, Meg oh, is out Meg here with God. the with that energy, but also is Meg okay? We don't know. This other thing, I don't really know this lady, and I don't really want to talk about her that much either. So let's not. I don't even know how to say her name. She said, "So let's not." All right. Well, I do want to come back to. I wanted to talk about this Brittany Reiner thing, but we don't need to. I don't know her, but I did want to talk about what are the rules with men and women and get 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 into confrontations because I've had a couple confrontations with men as of recent. And I, I would not throw anything in their face, but I, I just don't know what the rules are. I don't know, like, if I did, would, I, would they be wrong for pouring something down my head? Like, I don't think so. Maybe a that's a hot take. Or you throw the bottle at her? Yeah, you mm-hmm. just threw the bottle. I mean, she poured, she poured something in his face. I, maybe it was water. And then he, I think, reciprocated the same act. He didn't, like, punch her or hit her or he slap her or anything. Well, I might lunge at somebody too if you throw some shit in my face that I wasn't expecting. I don't know. It's tricky. But we don't need to get into it. Politics is usual. Go ahead, Shanti. Speaking of tricky, speaking of trouble, questions that need answers. As Antoinette mentioned earlier, this climate shit is not just something that we are like talking about in the future that is going to happen. Um, It's happening now in this moment. We're experiencing it. Record-breaking heat waves are ravishing the world. I don't know if you guys heard, but the UK is just completely fucked up over this heat wave. Their infrastructure is completely... Just like not built for this. They're ha- apparently the houses in UK don't have air conditioning. That's how not no. 
prepared they are. Spain is ravished by fires. In China, a bridge buckled and nearly collapsed because of the excessive heat. On the flip side, in St. Louis, just yesterday, there was excessive rain. Somebody died. Property damage is everywhere. Like, the fact that we think that America, I mean, not America, that the planet is not going to shake us off like a flea. Then she's like, oh, you want to build uh, high rises? You want to build uh, bridges and shit? You want to have homes and shit? You want to like have Watch business and like, you know, trade and shit? Watch me work. Watch me work. Mm. Y'all getting on my fucking nerves at this point. And it's a mess. And somebody said, uh, one of the correspondents on the Daily said, we are living in the climate future now. Yeah. It is here. It's not it's something not that we have to handle and, and like work at right now and prep for in the future. It is here and something has to happen now. And apparently the U.S. and the U.K., the greatest emitters of green gases in the entire world, have just reneged or have just changed their legislation and basically have backed down from their commitment to not contributing to these green greenhouse gases. So the biggest players are all the biggest perpetrators are also like actually in their mind. We said we were going to do this thing, we're not doing it. Fuck your Paris Treaty and we're going to Stay committed to basically capitalism, basically to keeping this system going by any means necessary. The UK is, as we all know, hopefully folks know, gets most of their gas, or 8% of their gas, gets a lot of gas from Russia. Because of the war, they're basically in a hard place trying to figure out, like, where are we going to get our gas from? They have decided most recently that they are going to get it any and everywhere and have made a deal to slowly wean themselves off of Russia's gas supply. In order to do that, because they're white people, the European Parliament voted to reclassify gas to be a green fuel, even though everyone knows that it's not. Gas is not a green fuel. It gives off methane. Methane is eroding and causing drastic climate change. But because they're white people and they just make up lies and change shit around and ignore what just their wordplay, whatever they think they can just write up or change, they have done. And this has given them the, the leeway to pursue more gas projects so that their gas projects are funded as they go looking elsewhere in the world and creating infrastructure to get their gas from other parts of the world. So this is not like until Ukraine war is over. This is like, all right, we are actually going to totally plan to get our gas from you, not only these next three months, but possibly the next 30 years, which supports the the truth that they have no intention of waning and stopping their use of green gases. So the biggest contributors in the world are like, never mind, we actually going to keep this shit going. And we're actually trying to figure out as many ways as possible to keep it going. The U.S. on the other side has been 
working towards creating legislation towards climate change. Apparently, they've been working to create a really dwindled down and already weak climate change um, legislation, trying to get that passed. But Joe Manchin denied that, I think, like two weeks ago. So that's completely halted. It's just like... Well, Joe Manchin's blocking every fucking It's thing. just like, well, what the... F- it's... It, this, this shit doesn't work. It doesn't make sense to me. And we are in trouble. We're in trouble. Well, like, people, this is like. No, this is serious trouble. trouble. Like, no, like, this is stuff that was keeping me up at night. And I was, I was, I'm not bullshitting when I say that I was feeling really guilty about how I contribute to it, how we all do. And of course, it's on a micro level, but. If all of us are contributing on a micro level, it's a macro problem, right? So I just like, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't see this planet lasting, honestly, for that much longer. I see major cities having some serious issues. They're saying that Manhattan will be flooded. I forget by what year. Like Manhattan will be underwater, all of it the whole thing. (laughs) And, you know, I did also see that I think six, 60 or six, that's a big difference, 60 or six billion gallons of water was released into, um, what ocean is that? Japan, the Pacific Not geography. No, it's from Antarctica, from the glaciers. Oh. They're melting. Oh, Everything's melting. melting. Oh, oh. So all the sea levels are rising. Yeah, the sea levels rising. I mean, I, I th- yeah. Again, I, I, I think this 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 commitment, the way that we are committed to capitalism globally, the way that we think it cannot stop, is going to kill us. We yes. just think that well, the- it cannot stop. We think that. We have to follow these systems that basically support capitalism. Like, again, Joe Manchin stopped this legislation. Who knows who he he's in the everything. bed with around business. It's all money. It's all money. And, like, we're all like, oh, well, what are we going to do? Oh, man, that, did, that didn't get passed. It's like I was also listening to this other podcast around, they call them eco-terrorists, but basically they were radical environmentalists that were going around and blowing up private properties that contributed to environmental, um, uh, that were big environmental, what's the word? Um, that perpetuated uh, uh, pollution. So they would go mm. to, for whatever reason, slaughterhouses. They would go to big manufacturing companies. They would just pinpoint, it was, a lot of it was happening in Eugene, Oregon, and they were, they was like, the only way that we can get these people's attention f- is if we blow it up. We will destroy, you're so committed to money, we're going to blow up this private property that you're so attached to. Because how mm. else are we going to bring attention to and like... That was stop? recent? No, this was, this, it, it's, a, it's a great article. I think it's The Daily. You should listen to it, but it's... It was, um, I it was think an article it, it, or a podcast. It was a podcast, but it was just re- okay. they were reading an article okay. that was post uh, published in the New York Times. But they describe how organized they were. Like these weren't 
these weren't just people fucking around. Like, they were mm-hmm. highly organized, so much so that the FBI could not pinpoint them. And they only fell apart, of course, because they got infiltrated and then everything of fell course. apart. But they were like one of the top FBI most wanted because what they were doing was so radical. And it's like, all right, maybe violence isn't the answer, but something radical has to no, happen. It's, it, I think it's going to take for a major city, I think specifically a major U.S. city, to for there just to be a catastrophe, unfortunately. And that's when shit's really going to stop. I, unfortunately. Because the, the these people are, are living in... It's one thing to live in the present now. It's another thing to just be careless. And these people don't care about... Like, I also... Let me finish my thought because we keep doing this. These people don't care about future generations. I also think it's very interesting that they... I feel like they've already... My sister said this. She said they. she felt as though they had already given up on this planet, that the high, high level folks know that the damage is done and that's why they're already trying to figure out how to colonize other planets because it's 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 really something that i think about when i think about girl the possibility of children or anything like that honestly i'm at that point i'm like i don't want my kid having to walk around in a fucking gas mask speaking of that i do want to bring up Utah, because this was really troubling for everybody um, who is in Utah by Salt Lake City. The Salt Lake is drying up. And so, in short, basically, this lake is drying up. This lake is a lake that supplies water for all of Salt Lake City and some neighboring counties. And they just keep building. They keep expanding because apparently Salt Lake City is like a beautiful place to live. Everybody loves it. So they keep developing new properties. The population has doubled, I think, within the last 10 years. But now they're at a point where the lake is drying up, where it's wrecking the ecosystem, right? So there's certain, I I don't know the kinds of the species of fish and things, but there are certain species that are, if they die off, it's going to be a major problem for that ecosystem. And for whatever reason, again, I'm not a meteorologist, but the salt lake helps the snow and the, the creation of the snow. And Salt Lake City is a huge um, travel destination for people who ski. So they've been flooding the ski slopes with artificial snow. Which because they don't even have... Which has an ecological right. consequence. Mm-hmm. Which has an ecological consequence, but also it's hurting your pockets as well. So I don't understand why you're still developing. But the scariest part about all of this is that there are minerals at the bottom of this lake that need to be kept at the bottom of the lake. If these minerals get into the air, get into like any kind of storm, any kind of dust storm, high winds... It's toxic to breathe these in. Humans are not supposed to breathe that in. It's fine for it to be in the lake for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but humans are not supposed to breathe it, breathe it in. So now they're at a point where, again, the person is reporting and saying, it's now. Like, we're at the place where we, 
we need to be talking to developers and saying, you need to stop. Because in five years, if this continues, they said as little as five years, people in Salt Lake City will be walking around with gas masks. And there was a kind of a... Going to work, probably. I mean, we never thought we'd be wearing masks in a global pandemic, but here we are. And they just released information saying that they're really starting to prove that they feel that this came from Wuhan and came from the animals sold there. So it's, I know the vegans are having a field day, but anyway, we're at that place where like, could you imagine walking outside? I mean, this is something that I remember being a kid and that was always like the big bad wolf is like one day because of pollution, you have to walk around in a gas mask. They're saying in five years, that could be the case if they do not figure out this water supply system. And then one of the other most disheartening parts, and I'll shut up soon, is that all of the neighboring areas are relying on each other. They're like, oh, well, if we don't get water for our water supply, then we'll go to a neighboring area and they'll assist. It's like you all are relying on a neighboring area and none of you motherfuckers are getting water. All of y'all drying up. So how are you... Like, that's not a solution. That's just what they're saying. Politicians and things are saying so they can continue to develop. So people can and I don't understand why work. they don't. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't feel. I, I, I feel like there's a, a lack of trust within the modern day human to be able to explain this is why we can't continue to develop. I know that that was a campaign promise of mine. I know X, Y, Z, but we're actually going to kill ourselves because we can't, we can't sustain construction. We can't waste this amount of water that it takes to build these properties, that it takes for people to move in and use up this water. Like it's just, none of it's sustainable. Being productive. They don't know who they are without working because if they were, if we were to say stop, it's not just work, it's money. Well, it's, it's money. Yeah, but it's, it's, yes, it's work. It's work is at the root of so much of it. It's like, oh, we got to keep doing this. Y'all got to keep going to work. Y'all got y'all to keep striving, doing your thing. We're going to keep striving and doing our thing. We're going to keep making money. It's, it's wild. I feel like when yeah. people realize how, yes, how, how disconnected we are from our actual selves and how much value value we put into work until people start really breaking that apart i don't know how but it, it's, it's not just work it's it also is. vanity well, it's, it's not just that it's also it's not just that it's also vanity it's also all of these fast fashion companies like it's it's layered these fast fashion companies are ruining the fucking no, ecosystem like as people, well with the, the production the masses of people like when everybody realizes, I'm talking like, about we have to stop I'm not going to go to work anymore until y'all get your shit together whether that be the politicians oh you're talking about like a strike yes like I feel like oh, you're that's talking where about the that. power lies and when people collectively withhold their labor, because oh, that's what's being exploited. But people, I don't think people are being told this. No, that's they, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that they hear these campaign promises. They hear the mm-hmm. news. I don't, I don't know that this is on the news. They hear, oh, this is a danger. You know, Salt Lake City is drying up, but we'll get water from a neighboring city or county or whatever. The, the city hall or whatever 
the state is folks are working to come up with the solution. I think we also put a lot of a lot of um, faith in these politicians, in these people in power, and are just not as informed. And and that's why I'm. I just think I I think about my own choices. I think about these fast fashion brands that I have supported. Because I'm broke and I need a dress. But also, like, what's the... You have a dress you can repeat? Like, what is the consequence mm-hmm. of that? Yeah, so it, it, It's really hard to be ethical in this, in this fucked up world. It really is. From I, iPhones that are fucking up the, the ecosystem to fast fashion brands to the meat that we consume. It, I can understand why people feel overwhelmed. They're like, you know what? If the planet... If the planet blows up, well, guess what? I won't be here for it, most likely. So good luck to y'all. I understand it. I don't I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. Uplifting. No, this is real Going shit. Around the way, girl. I think again, I think it does go back to our the choices that we make, though. What are we yeah. committed to? What are we really mm-hmm. committed to? Right? What do we really think our safety is? Who it is rests upon. What what ways yeah. can we, like they like our uh, folks we hung out with? In what ways can we disrupt the mm. narratives that we have in our lives that tell us we have to keep doing it this way? There's no other options. I have to keep doing it this way. I gotta I gotta do it this way. There ha- it has that's the shit that has to be fucked up. It has to be. What stopped. are you going to do different then? I think again. I'm constantly trying to figure out what am I motivated by. The why? Why am I doing these things that I that I do? Why do I? Why do I feel like I have to? One, I think individual, like being an individual, is one thing. Like, oh, I have to do this shit myself. I got to. Pass this wealth on to my kid. I gotta, I gotta grind really hard. I gotta, I gotta get. I gotta consume somehow. I gotta save. Mm-hmm. I gotta hoard shit. I gotta um, be put on. That'll make me safe. That'll make me secure. If I get this money, then I'll be secure. There's some security in that because otherwise, is there any truth to that? Do you think? I don't. I don't. That that mentality is what got us here, so there has to be disrupted. I don't think. I so. didn't ask you that. I'm asking, do you think there's any truth to that? I think that's what I'm to having to, money and money being. Yeah, I think a that's what I'm security. always trying to unpack. Is that really true? Is that really? Is that really what is going to um, make me contribute to humanity in any way? Me trying to get on and holding money and get a five two nine savings for JoJo and like college fund in a world that's falling apart. Like what? Like everything that I think we think gives us security is blowing up in our face and saying, ah, not really. Or the type of money that you think will get you security, you're never going to make that kind of money. The people that have real security are the millionaires and the billionaires. Like. Those niggas, like you said, they can go fly to the moon if they want to, or they just have so much excess that a recession's not gonna fuck them up. Like they're safe, but for Joe Schmo, like me, 
And you making that amount of money is not a possibility. Me thinking that I find something is completely perverted and wrong, that that's what Mm -hmm. I am trying to move towards. The fact that everybody thinks that they are going to somehow be a millionaire and moving towards being a millionaire because that's where safety is, where, like you said, there is inequity everywhere and we're just like, I'm, I'm just trying to be the one that's like safe from it. Like, yeah, you're... You're going to suffer because you're lazy. You're going to suffer because you make poor decisions. It's like it's so deeply tied to the Kimberell thing. Or just that the luck of the draw. About. You're yeah. going to suffer because of the luck of the draw, but I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you, but it's connected to yeah. that same thing that, that the church was talking about. It's like it's connected to this, like, it's connected to shame, it's connected to striving, it's connected to. It's weird. It's weird out here. And I'm constantly like, what am I, what am I trying to do? Yeah. What is I, this? I, can, I, I definitely what can relate. What am I contributing to? What is this? Because it feels unsustainable. And what, like you said, there's something perverse about it that's like, It feels really? gross. Really? Yeah, this is what we're gross. doing? This is what I want? Mm-hmm. No, that's not what I want. All right, well, more questions than answers. (laughs) I just want y'all to know that my daughter is learning how to cornrow, and she just dropped a mannequin head with straight backs, (laughs) and I'm wildly... Let me see. Go get it. ...full of pride right now. Let me see. Oh, my God. It's a French braid. She Actually, she hasn't quite got the cornrow, but that's really good. Oh, it's a a French braid. braider. She just That's has to learn good. To, to invert it. To do it the other way, mm-hmm. yeah. But I actually would like to see a head full of French braids. New I'm style really alert. proud of that little black girl. Go ahead, JoJo. Also, why do you have a mannequin head in your house? Because I want her to learn how to cornrow. So I bought her this. So she. So you went and bought it? That's how I learned how to cornrow. My girlfriend had a mannequin and we went around in school and did the doll baby hair. And that's not easy here to cornrow. How did I learn how to cornrow? Is somebody damn hit and some boys hit between your legs? That I had a crush on, and he was like, "Oh, can you fix my braids?" And I was like, "I'll figure it out." Yep, (laughs) I am a braider, (laughs) and baby, he had he had cornrows, and they didn't even look ugly. I said, "Lord, thank you." Shout out to the raggedy kids that used to be around Frankfurt. Oh man, I forget what that block was. That was crazy. Good times. All right, y'all. Well, uh, it's the end of the world and the end of this episode. Uh, we do. <laughs> oh goodness! I, I think that we should take some time to figure out what our what our it's always priorities. I guess what our priorities are. I know for me, something that um, I'll be looking at. This this is absolutely on the ballot for me come the the midterm elections. I'm not voting for nobody that does not prioritize climate change in a in a real way. I'm not playing these fucking games with these people. Um and I don't know in. how many of them even do that. You vote them in cuz Biden Biden went signed up for the Paris Treaty right when he got back on it. He did. Mm-hmm. He, he said that's important to me. UK is still a part of the Paris Treaty, but just like I said, 
because they're yeah. master manipulators. They're like, we we don't we are trying to get green gases. It's like well, they're also they're in a chokehold. That war has them in a chokehold. Russia supplies almost all of it. They are doing anything and everything the fuck they can to stay afloat. They have to figure out how it's a it's cyclical. They're now having to figure out how to cool everything off and use all of this energy to cool everything off because their homes are built to actually trap heat because it's usually so cold. So it's just a fucking cyclical mess. But they're yeah, they the ecosystem. It's something's breaking in it, and so it's breaking everything else. Climate change is now. But I, you're right. Joe Biden has he has uh, he's trying. But that goddamn Joe Manchin, he is that's the motherfucking president right now. Joe Manchin is blocking everything. I hate him. He is he 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 was a person that wouldn't get on board with the the gun laws because the NRA is in his fucking pocket. He just, or he's in their pocket rather. I, I, I just really dislike that Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. But anyway, think, anyway, we're not going to get on. They'll go ahead. I just don't think the drastic change that we have to have immediately is dependent on or in alignment with the timeline of voting. I think that it's important, but I think that the like. People got what do you mean the timeline of voting? Mansion the fuck out. Like something drastic has to happen. I'm not against motherfuckers. Like you guys want to play? I will blow up your shit. This is my will kid's you really? future. Will you really? I'm asking you. Will you really blow up something? Would I blow it up? No. Yeah. But I think that kind of I. You don't have to be the one to blow it up. But I think that type of behavior wakes up the masses. And if there's I don't information disagree. that's out there... I don't disagree, but that's what I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about is practical things we can do. We, us. Like in our daily lives. I know for me, that's on the ballot for me. I know for me, I'm trying to figure out ways to make my home more eco-friendly. I, I didn't I run know. a goddamn air conditioner today. It was hot. I don't know. I, think- I put installed ceiling fans, like all these little things. I'm riding my bike to more places. It might not do that much, but I don't know if that's for the all thing- of these listeners. Maybe that will help, but I think it's around organizing or being a part of 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 labor organizing, like a thing that would really put a cog in the machine. I, and it's not. I don't me. disagree. But that's the. I'm but telling I'm asking- you, that's the kind of stuff that I'm slowly realizing as I'm. As I'm learning these things. But are you going to do it? If I can find... Yeah, absolutely. As I'm realizing like, oh, it's in unions. It's in like people stopping the, the, the fuel of this machine, which is labor. Capitalism runs on people's labor. The more people realize like, I am the fuel that keeps this thing going... I think that's the only way that people collectively realize that's the only way we stop this thing is if we just stop fucking working. What will happen? I'm not going to work. We're striking. What happens if that that type of shit happens? It brings everything to its knees. It's like this kind of disruption that, of course, requires organization, of course, requires education around it. But like the time and energy spent in unlearning everything that you know and facing your fears of what security is or what we're taught security is 
which is through work and through consuming and through owning I, you've things. You've said it. You've said it multiple times. I don't disagree with you. All I'm saying is that for us, I want to hold ourselves accountable with tangible ways that we are getting involved and getting and getting activated. So if that's what you're about to start doing and start organizing, then I'm I'm completely oh, I'm, with the shit. I, I won't organize, but I'll be a find people that are. I can't go around and do it, but and something that's already you? operating. I don't know how to organize. That's like a. a that's like people spend years doing that. My, I could go and start learning, but that's a serious history. That's a practice that people, it's a legacy that my ass, I, I don't know. I can go and start learning about it. I can go start seeking out those organizers that have been doing it. But me just doing it from the jump, I don't think it would be as effective, effective as if I find folks that are like, been doing this shit outside of the realm of just um, organizing around like voting things. They're like people that are doing other types of organization, as we all know. Anyway, this podcast episode is getting probably should probably edit some of this stuff out. It's getting carried no. away. But I'm not editing I think this it's out. An, this was it's good. good. This is like super important. Stuff we can't ignore it. We have to, like we all have to get activated in some way. If it is not driving around as much, I you're right. I have to figure that out. Jojo's school is yeah. in Germantown. How the fuck am I gonna get her to school? Pick her up. Like what am I gonna do? Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. It, we are an hour and forty minutes in. We do have voicemails. We're gonna save them for Monday. We're gonna save them for Monday. We're gonna come back. To our points to ponder episode, <laughs> where you know we have a main topic that we really deep dive into and probably offer you more questions than answers. Sure. So, <laughs> with that, we are out.